and welcome to a Stripper's Guide podcast, formerly the Penelope's Playhouse podcast. I'm your host, Lila, and my stripper name is Penelope. I'm a white, Jewish, queer, creator, writer, and stripper. I'm also the founder of A Stripper's Guide, life, leadership, and relationship coaching for queers, creatives, and sex workers. In all of my work, I endeavor to help people step into their unique power by examining the ways that both our personal experiences and broader social systems impact our relationships, communication skills, and our beliefs about ourselves, each other, and the worlds that contain us. On this show, my guests and I tackle issues we've personally encountered, ranging from and intersecting with gender, race, dating, sex work, misogyny, millennial existentialism, and beyond. If we're not already connected and you'd like to learn more about me, my art, or my offerings, join my newsletter, which is linked in the show notes of this podcast. I also invite you to follow me on Instagram at a stripper's guide and at LilaVision, which is spelled L-E-I-L-A-H-V-I-S-I-O-N. Both Instagram handles are linked in the show notes. The intro and outro music you hear on this show is my original music, which I have also linked in the show notes. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please send it to a friend. This episode is one part of my free five-part boundaries mini course. This mini course is designed for anyone looking for tips and pointers around how to strengthen and heal your boundaries in your relationship with yourself, with others, with your work, with your time and energy, all of it. All five parts are available here on this podcast, although this was originally recorded as an Instagram Live, so you'll hear me interacting with some of my followers. Hello, hi, I'm back for day three of my Boundaries mini course. I will be here on IG Live talking about a different aspect of boundaries, and today I'm talking about boundaries and work. Monday, I talked about boundaries and breakups. Tuesday, I talked about boundaries with friends and family. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about... Hi, hey, Deej. Um, tomorrow, I'll be talking about uh, bound, other people's boundaries. And Friday, I'm talking about boundaries and social media. And if you missed any of the other episodes this week, hey, Lauren, um, they are right in my IG. So you can go back and see them whenever you like. So, okay, so boundaries and work. Today, uh, I wanted to touch on three aspects of boundaries and work. One is work environments that expect you to have no boundaries. Um, another is boundaries with your coworkers, and which I realized today is also kind of applicable to boundaries with roommates, depending, depending on what your relationship is like with your roommates, uh, and uh, workaholism. And so to kind of just go down that list and uh, talk about each one in detail and why I think it's important to consider it, First and foremost, we live in a capitalist culture. Um, we're in late stage capitalism, as you may have noticed, um, which means that basically like capitalism is designed to take no account for human life and to use us for our physical labor and that's it and that's the only value that we contribute and so capitalism is inherently inhumane, ableist, um, all the things that works against our natural human design. Like as human beings, we are not designed to labor 
the same amount every single day, all day. Um, and so the system itself expects us to not have boundaries. And you may notice that replicated in the workplace that you're in now or workplaces that you have been. Um, and I myself have mostly been in either the service industry. So I was a waitress for a really long time. I was a waitress for like 10 years. And then I've been a stripper for six years, operate up, up, right up until the pandemic. And, um, and I also, I've never worked in a corporate environment, but many of my friends, friends do. Hey, Aurora. And uh, seeing sort of the ways that it all, no matter what your job is, um, the ways that across the board, I have seen employers and companies expect their workers to be available um, outside of work hours to when it comes to hourly labor or tipped work, which is what I, I've done tipped work my whole life, where it, when you're doing tipped labor, it, the job insecurity is extreme, um, especially for strippers, because we don't even have, most of us don't have W-2s. Most of us are 1099 workers. Um, but any tip labor you do, the job, it's pretty job insecure. And any hourly labor you do as well, they make sure you know that you're replaceable. And so uh, in, in more, unfortunately, in the majority of work environments, there's this feeling of like, if I don't comply with the, the implicit or explicit requirements of my time being given to the company, then I'm going to get fired and I'm going to get replaced. And so it can be very coercive to be in these environments because you feel like they, they purposefully, the system is designed to guilt you into giving way more labor than you agreed to, um, or than is healthy or fair for you. And I see it in corporate environments as well. Like with, I mean, because then you're, then you're really, and when you're in a corporate environment, you're like, you're in it. You are like, I have signed up to be a part of this capitalist machine. And I'm not, I'm not faulting people with corporate jobs for that. It's just part and parcel of the industry that you're in is like you're, the company asks you to, you know, grow their company. And, um, and it's, it's a little bit different when you're an hourly laborer, a laborer or a tipped laborer. It's just a different vibe to what you're, what kind of energy you're expected to bring to the job. And actually one of my clients recently told me a story that was brought up in one of her, um, one of her meetings in her corporate, like she had like a high power corporate job and she quit it <laughs> like a week after this incident. Um, and it was this story that somebody told, um, about a pig and a chicken and the story essentially was that the the pig is fully committed to his job because the pig is willing to sacrifice their whole body to become a meal and the chicken is really just half-assing it because the chicken will just lay eggs and walk away and this was painted to my client by her employer or employee work environment as desirable as what one should be uh, endeavoring to do uh, in one's labor like basically essentially work yourself to death that is the ideal under capitalism um and so a lot of us have experienced these very coercive environments and now with people working from home I, I really feel for my friends who have corporate jobs right now and teachers like my <laughs> poor teachers. I love you. I love you teachers. 
um, it just the way that like the 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 work environment has made itself into everybody's homes via Zoom, via working from home, but then also the expectation that people be available um, 24-7 because your job knows where you are, which is so gross. And I've definitely experienced like a little bit of that in terms of being a tip laborer. Hey, Dahlia, um, that it, like being a, being a tip laborer, having my job, you know, maybe they know what I'm doing that weekend. Maybe they know that I am around that weekend because I happen to have mentioned something socially and then they're going to take advantage of that and try and get me to come in and pick up shifts and be like, well, why? You said you were home. Why can't you? Um, and I'm seeing that with like a lot of my friends who have corporate jobs or jobs that are like, uh, you know, calling them on off hours, like calling them. I have a lot of friends who are getting called in the middle of the night by their jobs, like stuff that they were in being, you know, they, their boundaries were being violated to begin with before they were working from home. But now it's like, there's no separation. And I'll like, also with that Zoom, we're all on Zoom calls all the time. And um, that in and of itself can feel like that is a you don't really have a choice. If you have to get on Zoom for your job, it's like suddenly your job is in your home. Your job can see your home. Your job can see people, your coworkers can see parts of your life that you didn't sign up for them to be able to see necessarily. And it can feel weird and it can feel violating. Um, and so that's one of the things that I'm definitely focusing on in, I have an upcoming intensive, a stripper's guide to boundaries. It's a four month intensive. Uh, it starts March 18th. And one of the things that uh, I'm definitely uh, helping helping clients focus on is how to put up those boundaries, how to say no to people in situations that would like to use you for your time and are not being shy about trying to use you for your time, energy, labor, what is it, and whatever it is, whatever it is, and trying to like ring you out for all that you have. Um, and because we're not necessarily in a capitalist system, we're not taught that we can say no. We're trained right into it from the beginning. Like from, like if you think about school and how unnatural it is to sit at a desk for eight hours a day and then go home and do like hours of homework um, and how that really is training for sitting through the unnatural process of the capitalist labor market. And like, so I think that like overall we are in a system, no matter what your personal life and personal experience has been like, we are in a system that demands way too much of us. And so we're kind of like, coerced into that from the beginning and it, it 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 starts earlier than we maybe think it does um and so that's one of the things that I want to be able to help folks with is not just being able to say no to situations and people and jobs and work that would use you for your time and energy but also to have your radar up for ways to get out of those situations if you know that you're if you're if you know you're done and you know you're ready for a new chapter and you, and, a, and a new chapter you're determined to like make that happen for yourself in some way to get some wiggle room and some breathing room in your life um so okay I just talked for 10 minutes about the first bullet point so I promise I'm gonna go through the next ones fast because I promise I'll only be here till 6 15 uh okay so boundaries with coworkers. Um, which I think also is applicable to boundaries with roommates if you have kind of a distant relationship with your roommates. There are ways that, like, you know, 
it's normalized in a lot of work environments to socialize with your coworkers, which I think can be very uncomfortable. And like as a stripper, I see it with my customers. I see customers come to the strip club with their coworkers and then they get drunk and then they're getting lap dances and then they're like, and then it's like a weird vibe. Like it's just a weird, like I'm like, are you guys gonna be like cool together tomorrow? You don't really know each other that well. You like, things can get uncomfortable. And I, I've had friends who work in the corporate world who've shared stories with me about like going to strip clubs with their coworkers and feeling really uncomfortable. And I remember back when I was working in restaurants, going out with my, like going to parties with my, my coworkers and being like, oh, this is a little like, I don't know. I didn't know back then that I could just say no. Um, and that I don't have to have a party relationship or a social relationship with my coworkers. But I think that that's really like highly normalized and not something that necessarily everybody is into or wants. And another thing is like coworkers who don't share your values, people you have to see every single day who don't share your values and like having to be civil with them and having to, you know, like having to like be civil with the person who's like on your corporate team or whatever and like figuring out how to navigate that so that it's not a huge energy suck. And so that's another thing that I'll be teaching in a stripper's guide to boundaries is how to set those boundaries when it feels really uncomfortable because you already have a standing relationship with this person. I think one of the biggest challenges that people have is changing that relationship is a long-standing relationship, whether it's a coworker, whoever, um, roommates too. Like when you're like something about this pattern is not working for me and I have to now assert a boundary or several boundaries and I'm going to take control over how this relationship looks going forward. And it might make other people, you know, lash out or, or, or make you, Oh, somebody said, Porcelain, Porcelain Dahlia said, different values in coworkers is so hard. It, it, it really is. It's so hard, especially if you're in an office and you have to be with them. Like, I'm lucky because as a stripper, I can just not associate with the dancers who I don't, we're not on the same page ethically. Um, but I can't imagine like how annoying and soul sucking it could be to be in an office with people who don't share your values. And so like, that's why it's so important to have boundaries. And that is your right. It is your right to have and assert boundaries in all situations that you're in, especially in including at work. Um, so that's something that I really want to be able to help folks with. Um, and definitely doing a lot on that in a stripper's guide to boundaries. Um, so uh, okay, let me keep going real quick down this, sorry. Uh, all right, so the last thing I wanted to talk about today is workaholism. And that, I think, is a lot more present than we like to believe. And my little Virgo ass definitely is guilty of this. And workaholism is just like any addiction where you use the activity or behavior to avoid uncomfortable or difficult feelings um, or avoid uncomfortable or difficult relationships, avoid uncomfortable, difficult situations in your life. Um, and so we're in a culture that normalizes workaholism and even celebrates workaholism. So it's really easy to get away with it. Um, but it, it can, it doesn't matter if you love your job. It doesn't matter if you love your work. It doesn't matter if you work for yourself, whatever it is. Like I see it in strippers. I've done it as a stripper. I've, I've been like, I know that I'm going through a shitty time right now and I don't want to think about it. So I'm going to pick up a shift, um, and just use work to numb out. 
And that's actually, if you guys want to come back on uh, Friday, I will be here talking about same time, 6 to 6.15 p.m. EST, talking about boundaries and social media, because I think that social media mitigation, like, is really important to our sort of mental health. Um, but it's another thing that we do that's highly normalized that we do to numb out. Um, and so that's something that I'll be teaching as well in A Stripper's Guide to Boundaries is how to move through difficult feelings and, and you know, challenging situations in your life without going to behaviors that are actually going to stunt your progress towards the, the life that you want and stunt, stunt your health, stunt your mental health, stunt your emotional health and stunt your relationships and stunt your ability to like feel your way out of situations that you don't want to be in um, rather than numbing and staying in them. So if anybody has any questions, you can always DM me. Um, like I said, my program starts on March 18th, Thursday, March 18th. We run for 16 weeks through June 27th and it's, it's four months. It's, um, it's going to be some intense work. It's four modules. It's a month long module. We're going from Month one, uh, identifying and breaking toxic relationship patterns. We have a guest coach coming in, Sarah Beyer of Intuitive Edge Coaching is going to be with us March 25th. She's one of my best friends. She's an amazing life coach and um, anti-capitalist business coach. She's just the shit, and I'm really excited to have her there. Oh, Deej, thanks so much. I'm so glad that this is helpful and human. Yay. Oh, I, I love things that are helpful and human. So I'm really happy that that made you feel that way. Um, and so yeah, month one, um, identifying breaking toxic relationship patterns. Month two, reclaiming your time and energy. Month three, we're going to be working on recovering from gaslighting and emotional manipulation. And month four, we're going to be working on uh, learning to trust your own instincts and your own intuition. And Basically what this intensive is, is building out the toolkit that you need in order to change the way you approach relationships to other people, definitely to work, to yourself, to your life, to your goals. Boundaries are so important. Boundaries, like I keep saying this, but in, in each, each video I end up saying this, but it's true, like boundaries are the shape of you. Boundaries mark the shape of you in the world and what is that shape and how does that shape interact with the world around you. Boundaries are what define you. They are the boundaries of you and you get to decide what they are. And so if you know you need this, you know you need this work, you know you need help with this work, you know you don't wanna keep going the way you've been going, if you know that you've been bending over backwards for people, if you know that you've been allowing people to push you into doing things or acting in ways that you don't want to do or don't want to be, um, if you know you've been giving away way too much of your time and energy, if you know you've got a job that is sucking your soul out, um, this is all for you. So there are some spots left and I will be back here again tomorrow talking about other people's boundaries. Thanks so much for coming and I will talk to you again. If you like what you hear on a Stripper's Guide podcast, please send it to a friend. It would also mean a lot if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll meet you back here for the next episode. Thanks for listening. They come to watch me dance They say I make them feel wild, feel wild. If you come, you better bring bands. I got an expensive smile. <laughs>
Got that sugar baby sway when I move